welcome to What's On at City World Cinemas. I'm Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Later. Dan, the sun is shining. My sunglasses are in my pockets. I'm ready to enjoy the outside. What better way to enjoy the outside than to come indoors to a <laughs> cinema? It's air conditioned in it's here, everybody. Air conditioned. It's a. It's the best time yeah. to go into the pictures. It's also blockbuster season. Oh yeah, Huge I'm talking. One. Indiana Jones. Yeah. I'm talking Mission Impossible. Say more things. I'm talking Elemental. Perfect. I'm talking Barbie. Yeah, that's, now that's what I'm talking about. So I think we should go and talk about all of those movies and so much more. You didn't even mention Oppenheimer. Come that's on, that's right. Oppenheimer, you're right. I think I'm going to put mine on the floor mm. for now while we talk about our movies. Otherwise, I, otherwise, I'm just going to be snacking on them as we're discussing the films. And I'm going to rustle a lot. Uh, yeah, and I, I just don't think our audience really needs to see me chomping on my, <laughs> my beautiful yellow nacho cheese. None of us need to see it. But it's, as long as you know that you can do it when you're ready. I just pay extra pay for, yeah. for that sort of thing. <laughs> but anyway, Dan, we are going to kick things off where we ended last month, mm. talking about Indiana Jones yes. and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, yeah. I was very excited to tell you before we started here. I've taken the day off work. Yeah, you have. To, to, to go and watch this movie. Yeah. Me and my dad friends are taking the day off work, taking the day off the old kids and the old <laughs> balls and chains. Are you going to cosplay? <laughs> All of you. I think my friend might. There you go, go he's, in a hat. He's super into his Indiana yeah. Jones, and like, as, as am I. So mm. we're, we're dead excited for it. And we're going to go to the cinema. We are going to watch Indiana Jones, and then we're going to go to the pub and talk about it afterwards. What and, a then, day. and then we're going to go build Lego. <laughs> <laughs> so Take I'm, the Lego to the pub. Yeah. Yes. Is what I'm saying. I'm be. so excited for this movie. Yeah. Indiana Jones holds a very special place in my heart mm. from my uh, my youth and my teenage years and my 20s. Mm. I was there opening day for Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Dead excited. So I'm going to be there opening day for this one as well. That's really nice. I like that. And, and I uh, have been seeing all of what Harrison Ford has been up to, chatting to various people. Um, and it seems to be quite an emotional sort of little adventure journey for him. And, and I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge as well, and I'm yep. really interested to see their dynamic together, but also what she's brought to it in sort of narrative form. I didn't grow up with Indiana Jones. It wasn't one of the ones that was on rotation in my house, but I do love an action-adventure movie. Mm. And so when I was looking for something else that was a little bit sort of, you know, big and, and exciting and interesting, and they're, they're hunting for some treasure, um, I chucked on Indiana Jones and then oh, lo good. and behold, it's actually quite good, isn't it's, it? It's, oh, they're pretty good, those ones. Raider, go. Raiders, I, I think, some might say it's an underrated classic. <laughs> and I still walk around saying, you have chosen <laughs> A hidden gem. Yeah, some yeah not many people dinner. know about it. No, yeah, but you know, maybe go see this one. Yeah. Uh, get them on the ground level yeah. of the Indiana Jones yeah. train. I think it's going to be well fun. I'm very excited. And all of the trailers, we, we've, we've seen uh, 4DX trailers of it. We've seen various different uh, formats to show it off. It just looks like a ride, yeah. you know? It just looks like a lot of fun. Also out today is Ruby Gilmore Teenage Kraken. Quite, quite. I um, have been very intrigued by this film because we obviously had The Little Mermaid, so we're having a nautical theme uh, over, the, over the summer. Just to, you know, water, keep mm. fresh. I love this time of year. You've got all of these different movies. It's blockbuster season, as we've been saying. You've got your big, massive uh, set-piece movies, but you have to have something for everybody as well. So we've got a lot of different animations, and there's a, there's a few different animations to choose from. This one is about a uh, sort of flip of the, the original dynamic, which is the mm. Krakens are considered to be the big bad of the sea. Um, but actually, it's mermaids. Mermaids of the Badlands. Mermaids of the Trouble. So uh, it's, it's a charming movie. Uh, it looks to be something that you're going to have a very nice time to go and see. Uh, almost the Frozen thing where it's like the, yeah. the unknown. The, we're scared of you because we don't know really what you are. But, you know, you've got to go and find yourself sort of thing and live your truth. So it looks like a really cute little movie. Looking ahead to next week, 
Disney and Pixar are back on the big screen with Elemental. They're at it once again. I Pixar, I feel like always feel like events movies. Yeah. You kind of go back to the the nineties when they did Toy Story mm. and Bugs Life, and then back into Toy Story Two, Finding Nemo, Up, and these like yeah. these movies become. You have to go and see a Pixar movie, and you have to go and see it on the big screen to get the most out of it. Do you know? I was listening to a podcast recently about Pixar. Brag. I know. <laughs> I'm informed. Um, there was. There is a specific, it's called Pixar Weekend. It's because Pixar would release their movies in the summertime and in this weekend. And it was an event, like you say, mm. it's event cinema. We have this idea of event cinema blockbuster things, but Pixar are absolutely amongst those. And um, Elemental is about the different elements and how they live together. Yeah. The earth, the air, fire. and the water, the fire, how it all exists, how they coexist in this land, how they how they are different, they don't, you know, whatever. And, and then they come together. There's almost a Romeo and Juliet element yeah. from the trailer. Um, I a have, Romeo, and Ju- Romeo and Juliet elemental, you might say. Hello, look at you go. You've done very well there. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I have spoken to people who have. And they say that it's a very charming little little film. Yeah. Um, Pixar a few, a few tears to be shed. Well, it's Pixar. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. We're, we're all crying. Um, so yeah, I want, my favorite thing about Pixar is that they, they sort of have, they started with toys and then it was like, what if emotions have emotions? Yeah. And now it's like, what if the core elements that make up our world also have emotions? I love yeah. it. I'm, I'm into it. I'm a very big fan of Pixar. But what about the cars? Do they have the emotions too? Oh, you better they believe they have they're... the most emotions. Are you kidding? <laughs> But a slightly different change of pace. If you aren't looking to go and see a lovely, charming, uh, kid-friendly, family-friendly movie like Elemental, you could go and have your pants scared off with Insidious the Red Door. I'm famously good at horror films. (laughs) Are you not excited for the next installment of the Insidious franchise? Because I am. I know you are. I'm just scared. Oh, you can hold my hand, it's okay. Do you remember that time when we had Smile and there were the posters for oh, Smile yeah. everywhere and I would just turn the corner and, <laughs> like every single time? Yeah. What do you think? I think I'm going to survive an Insidious movie? You're going to have to look after me. My wife gets so scared during the Insidious yeah. movies. We've, we've been to see all of them. The second another one comes out, yeah. she's like, so we're going to go see that, right? <laughs> also, I feel like you can't be married to you and not go. <laughs> I think that's not... It was, it was in the vows. Yeah, yeah. I will like love and support till death do us part. And I'll see every Insidious movie with you. But the week after that, the 14th of July, this is one of the biggest movies of 2023. Mm -hmm. I think there is a lot of hype around this movie, particularly because of Top Gun Maverick last Mm, year. Biggest one of the year. Tom Cruise is back on the big screen. Mission Impossible is back on the big screen. But this time, it's just part one. Oh my gosh. So part one is a thing in cinema it has been for a, a fair while now a little bit especially these big franchise movies that uh, have a lot of story to tell if they're coming to an end you might get a part one and a part two um we had it recently with spider-man into the spider-verse dune is mm-hmm. another one um let me tell you i've seen mission impossible dead reckoning part one it is incredible and it is a complete movie do you want to talk about how uh, you're best friends with Tom Cruise now? Tom Cruise, my mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like Tom Cruise. <laughs> I got I legit got a, a WhatsApp from Dan. <laughs> you were the first person <laughs> I text. You were the first person I text. I basically what happened was I interviewed Tom Cruise for Mission Impossible, and I got so excited, and, le- and he let me have a selfie afterwards. And then I left, the, and I was like, I was like shaking with adrenaline, and I had to text Luke. I was like, ah, Tom Cruise, ah, I'm nipping into the bathroom for a cry. It was uh, it was wonderful. Yeah, he was really nice. He had a firm handshake, firm oh, but welcoming. Good. 
Lovely. Warm. Yeah. You know, generous. And he actually did talk about that this is his favourite cinema. He likes going to the movies. So the thing about when I was think about when I was chatting with Tom Cruise is that <laughs> he really cares about providing the audience with a very cathartic emotional experience and a very cinematic experience. And the great thing about the movie landscape at the moment is that we have an array of different opportunities and an array of different things and an array of different properties, different styles of making film. You can have your mad green screen adventure where mm. you go into space and you go into all these alternate universes, or you can have a Mission Impossible as well, which it is very much real. It very much exists. They, they, they chase themselves down the Spanish steps in Rome, the car chase all over that city. This is not a spoiler. It's been the big thing. We all like to talk about the big stunt. You know, a bike, bike. a bike off a cliff. Um, and all of it is real. And I yeah. think that he cares about providing you with that grounding and that reality in cinema and that that sort of like, I can't... And that's why Top Gun, I think, got so many people. Is yeah. like, I can't believe I'm watching something and knowing that it's real. Um, He's a he, man who cares. He cares. Ab about like the, the, the practicality mm. of movies. And he loves it as well. Like yeah, that, that stunt, because they released like a behind the scenes mm. thing of him doing it and doing that big stuff where he's driving down and goes off mm -hmm. and then, you know, the parachute and whatnot. And you can see like the fear in like the team who are making this being like, oh, it's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise is doing this. And then Tom Cruise gets, he gets up and he walks over and goes like, oh, another one in me yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think we should do another one but then also the other thing with that is then when when you're watching the movie and you're seeing it happen you do have this weird double layered feeling of the moment in the movie you've built up to it it's, in, it's an incredibly tense scene and then it happens and the tension from the scene boils over and merges with the tension from knowing this real life human being is doing this thing and you are just like oh my god God. There's no one in cinema left like Tom Cruise. No, it's 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 a very unique kind of movie star energy that he's got, this aura. And I was in Rome for this. It was the premiere. And the people were just so excited. You couldn't walk past the hotel. You couldn't walk past the Spanish Steps where they're setting up for the, the premiere without chatter of people being like, oh, it's Tom Cruise, it's Mission Impossible. And I just think that it, it, it is one of those movies that, that you can tell is made by people and I chatted, I was very lucky to chat to Chris McQuarrie, the director as well, and both him and Tom Cruise, who have had this partnership for so long, are sharing that their real belief was that this movie had to be a complete experience. It is part one, but it is also a full movie in its own right with its full, all-encompassing story. It doesn't just stop. It doesn't just stop. Um, it does tell one full story. It leads into, we know we are going to get a second the, the the big story isn't over, but the film is complete in and of itself, and it is emotionally satisfying. It's very action-heavy. It's so... Pom Clementiev, who, who we all know from Mantis, has gone from playing one of the sweetest people in all of cinema to genuinely terrifying me. I was actually scared of this person. Um, and it's just all great. It's all... It's so good. It's now, we're doing this episode of What's On at Cineworld Cinemas in Screen X. Oh. So this is the 270 degree mm -hmm. cinema experience. And the this is blockbuster season. You know when people say if these walls could talk, well, these ones do. These, one, these, hey, the, these films show. Yeah. And we are showing all of these movies in all of our propositions here. Mm -hmm. We've got them in 4DX. Yeah. We've got them in Screen X. Yeah. We've got them in IMAX. And mm -hmm. I think like IMAX in particular is a very important one for, for Mr. Cruise when it comes to things like Mission Impossible. Well, what's interesting is that this year or this month in particular, you are getting films that are built for these formats, right? Yeah. So um, Chris McQuarrie and Tom Cruise both not only uh, were very passionate talking about Screen X, they also work with the Screen X team to make sure that the, the format works for the film and the film works for the format. It's a very symbiotic relationship. They're very 
um, passionate again about about providing these immersive experiences, these different experiences. Same with 4DX and uh, speaking to one of the stars who was also in Top Gun, um, was very excited about this film being in mm. in um, 4DX because it is that kind of all all over the place sort of um, all encompassing. Exactly. There's a car chase down the Spanish Steps. Imagine that. I spoke to Haley Atwell and I was like, "Do you have any tips for like how we like mod modulate our adrenaline in that moment?" I just keep dropping names all over the place, <laughs> and you're just gonna have to accept it. The other thing that we have coming out this month, and we will talk about it in a minute, is with IMAX. We've got a movie from IMAX King, Chris Nolan. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about that now. Yeah. This is Oppenheimer. Mm. Like, also, I, just as well, this is a month to get an unlimited card. Oh, yeah. Oh, because, oh, yeah. Because every week you've yeah. got something, whether it's Indiana Jones, whether it's Elements, whether it's Insidious, mm -hmm. whether it is Mission Impossible, and now we are into, and I think this week in particular, mm. this is your unlimited week mm -hmm. because you only got to go twice and it's paid for itself. There you go. And this is a double bill yeah. that everyone is talking about. It's the, it's it, there hasn't been a weekend this exciting since 2008, Mamma Mia and the Dark Knight. You know, yeah. They came out very close together. And there's Nolan again. It is, there you go. Because it's Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer yeah. and Greta Gerwig's Barbie. 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 I I don't know which one I'm more excited for. I mean, well, the, 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 okay, I know which way I'm leaning. Oh, which way are you leaning? Barbie. There, well, there you go. But here's the thing. They're both offering such different yeah. prospects that I can't wait for them both. It's, it's not a choice. You know what I mean? It's not like, which one are you going to go and see? Yes, that's it. I'm yeah. going to see them both. Are you kidding me? On the same day. The question is, which are you seeing first? <laughs> I'll probably oh, see Oppenheimer first. Yeah, and then, and then Barbie afterwards. Barbie is like a because otherwise you're going to see Barbie and have all this like fun, colourful world, and then it's Oppenheimer, like, yeah. <laughs> which is which is very serious and very thought provoking. Yeah. Um, that might be the way you go. You might be someone who wants to have something fun and 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 bright with all of that kind of thing in the morning, and then something really like gritty and and thought provoking in the evening. Um, I think Barbie's going to be thought provoking as well. I, what? It's so good. It's so good. And and again, like I love that kind of. We always talk about the the formats and the immersiveness, the immersive nature of IMAX. Sitting down when the when you you'll know if you've been to IMAX. There's a, a countdown at yeah. the beginning, which is is like that classic picture starting sort of thing, and then it becomes this, and and it shows off the giant screen. I actually took my my other half for the first time to an IMAX screen the other day, and she sat down and she was like, "Oh, it's big, isn't it? Yeah, like, yes, all of that." All yeah. of that. It's, it's so exciting to see someone experience it for the first it time. It's kind of the same thing here with, with Screen mm. X, where you sort of like be like, oh, wow, like it's, it is all of this. Yeah. Like I remember seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife mm. in Screen X, and there's that scene where like the Ecto-1 is like just going all around, going through the cornfield right. and stuff. And it is like, oh, I'm, I almost feel like I'm in the movie. I'm getting mm. so much more out of the movie because of that. And I, mm. I feel like films like Oppenheimer or Mission Impossible or even like Indiana Jones and things like that, yeah, elemental, like you are going to get so much more out of these movies. It's the scope of it all. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think if the interesting thing about this month, if you have been wavering and you haven't tried any of these formats yet, you actually have movies that are fully 100% designed with these formats in mind. And in fact, they are taking these movies, the makers of the films are going to the the, the formats, to the, to the houses, you know, mm. and making it happen they're 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 making screen x work for mission impossible christopher nolan is is christopher nolan christopher nolan is the imax king for a reason like he's he's not only shooting with imax cameras he's shooting on film he's being very specific and he 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 knows the different formats and the different um sizes of film and things like that and what he's doing if you've been uncertain and you're not under as sure this is the prime time to go Absolutely, because yeah. you're going to get the optimum experience 
That's enough about Oppenheimer. Let's talk about Barbie. Yeah, okay, this, is, Barbie. this is all I've been waiting for. Yeah, is to be able to talk good. about Barbie. I am. Um, I was excited for this movie anyway. Yeah. I think Greta Gerwig is a very interesting choice. Like when she was announced to be doing yeah. Barbie, I was like, "Well, that's an interesting mm-hmm. uh, choice in there." And then it's Margot Robbie mm-hmm. being announced. You're like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's a really interesting choice." And the longer this has gone on, and the more that's come out of it, and they released, they filmed a, a trailer-specific trailer, yes. which you don't really do anymore. And then they released the full trailer for it. And I was like, I cannot wait mm. to see this movie. I, and what I love about it, it is a plot of Barbie ends up in the real world mm. where Barbie is a, a thing. The toy enters into the real world. That is such a 90s concept for right. a movie. Or is this one you made in the, in the mid-2000s? Completely. And I love it for that. Mm. And it's interesting as well seeing all of the extra, the sort of extraneous um, bits and bobs that have come out about it. Like there was an Architectural Digest video of them showing off the set and how rich the set is and all the different they, they, they built so Barbie dream houses they built them dream houses and, and Margot Robbie is like she went down the slide about three times because it's her favourite part of it <laughs> you, you get out of the, the bedroom and you go down the slide into the pool um, but like they had loads of different pinks that they, they've checked the level of commitment to this from Greta Gerwig and from the whole crew is so interesting because I think I mean, we're two guys, right, talking about Barbie. We, I'm, I don't know I'm about nearly you. 40. Well, there you go. But I don't know if you had the experience, I certainly didn't, of having a Barbie. There are, there are legions of people of all, of all you know, mm. stripes who, who will not have had a Barbie. And yet the people who are involved in making this film know what that feels like and have that real emotional connection to this, this toy, this character. And that was so, it's so important for them to represent it on screen in that way. And that means that we all get to experience yeah. what they experienced, you know? There's and a, it's so rich, like full, it's full of it. I love there's, it. There's a moment in the trailer, I was sold on the trailer anyway, and I was sold on the movie. And you know, just when they were showing like the Barbie world and mm. the dream house and stuff and all the various different sort of like in-jokes and references. But it's that moment with Kate McKinnon of, I like, love. of doing the Matrix, like which shoe are you going to pick? Yeah. And then she picks the Barbie, she was like, I think you're going to pick this one. Right. And I was like, okay, now I'm really, really into this as an idea. But even all the various different Barbies and the Kate McKinnon one specifically having a hair all cut off yeah. is, is just like so genius. It's so true. And it is that that real experience that I think so many people know, even if you didn't have one, we all knew this character and we all had like sisters or friends. It's the most famous toy yeah, of all yeah, time, probably. You know? So yeah. It's, it's either her or Optimus Prime. Come on. Yeah, you're right. It's Optimus Prime. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, uh, but no, I, I just I think it's such an interesting weekend. It's so much fun. Isn't it fun? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's just such fun. a fun time to go. But in all of that excitement, yep. you know, we know we can go see Barbie. We know we can go see Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. We know we can go see Mission Impossible. But what if you didn't know? What if you just showed up to the cinema on the 24th of July, yeah. not knowing yeah. what you were going to see? You swipe your unlimited card, you get your little ticket, and you go and sit down, and you don't know what film you're seeing until the black card pops up. We don't know yeah. what it is either. Yeah. And I've asked. <laughs> and they won't tell you. They won't tell me. Yeah. I asked when we arrived here. I was like, guys, what's the, what's the movie on the 24th? Yeah. Lips are sealed. Yeah. And it's really fun. I've seen, the, uh, I've seen a bunch of uh, reactions and... and people who have done it for the first time and then they they chat to them afterwards and it's like you know what was that like and there is like an audible gasp and an excitement that they all share happened in the screen when the, when the black card pops up and you see the the, the bbfc rating and, and the film title it's just like oh this one we're getting this one you know yeah. and then and then is it's just such a different experience and out on the 28th of july we have talk to me and mavka the forest song but excitingly for me the mm-hmm. 50th anniversary screening of Ziggy played guitar, Ziggy Stardust. Mm. Yeah, it, the floor is yours. 
I mean, well, I, I was singing it before the cameras rolled, and I feel like I got a lot of it out of my, my system. Now. I didn't mean for singing. I just meant to whack lyrical about Ziggy Stardust. Can't see it. That's all, you, that's all you need to know. There you go. This, this is the film to go and see this month. That and Barbie. <laughs> but I'm afraid that's all we've got time for on this edition of What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I may have to go outside now, or maybe I'll just stay here. Oh, I've moved in. Oh, yeah, you're going to watch another movie? Yeah, I'm not leaving. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go do that instead then. But we'll see you next month anyway. And don't forget, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, you can find us on the audio realm in podcast form, wherever you get your podcast from, and some places you haven't even considered. But we'll see you next month for more Cinema Chat. I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Layton. That's what's on.